Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited-time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited-time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hello, America, and happy Sunday. Yes, one of the warm days of August Sundays. Hopefully you're having fun out in the deck, maybe going for a walk, having a late brunch, sipping on a coffee. Well, we got some food for thought to inject into that schedule. A great lineup today, starting with the one and only Lou Dobbs, one of journalism's great giants, one of the great financial thought leaders, political thought leaders in the country. He's going to try to help us make sense of this whole crazy week that started with the raid in Mar-a-Lago. Then we're going to go down to Arizona, Carrie Lake, former TV journalist, becoming first-time politician, now the nominee for the Republican Party for governor in Arizona, been leading the charge fearlessly on the border on election integrity. Carrie Lake, always a great interview. She's up second. Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, I love having her on the show. I always learn two, three, four things every time she comes on. She's going to come up in the middle of the lineup. We got right heavy hitters in the middle of the lineup, followed by Congressman Brian Babin from Texas. He's one of the more prescient guys on the border. He knows what's going on. Like Kerry, front line of the border. They're going to give you the latest. And then we're going to finish up with one of my former journalism colleagues who then went to the State Department as a top advisor to Secretary of State Pompeo, was the woman on the podium, had a level of clarity on the podium that I think all journalists appreciate. You got straight answers from her. Now she's in the private sector. Heather Nauert is going to be here. We got a big question for her. What does she think is behind the efforts by President Biden to free Brittany Griner so recently. There was a quiet period where it didn't seem like the president cared much, and all of a sudden, an acceleration point. Has Brittany Griner got attention that maybe other American hostages and prisoners around the world haven't? We're going to ask that and ask Heather Nauert how the Trump administration might have dealt differently with that. Great show. Carrie Lake, Lou Dobbs, Claudia Tenney, Brian Babin, and Heather Nauert back to back to back right after these commercial messages. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, AMAC.us slash justnews to become a four-year member for just 
$30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at amacus slash just news. That's amacus forward slash just news. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Our first guest is somebody that was first on the hunt, first five, six years ago, recognizing that what was going on at the FBI was a dual system of justice. He doesn't need any introduction because he's the one and only Lou Dobbs, host of The Great America Show. Uh, Lou, thanks for being with us today. Great to be with you. Thanks so much. Um, I just want to get your reaction to what you witnessed last night when you heard those words that the FBI were inside the Mar-a-Lago compound raiding a former president's contents. Well, in 24 hours, one impression hasn't changed, and that was the first one. And that is simply this is the FBI that the country has come to know over the course of past, uh, the past six years. This started with the investigation by the FBI, as you know, John, uh, it's almost six years ago, uh, and the FBI tonight is on trial and will be for some time to come, I believe. This is the same FBI that uh, took uh, took on the president, uh, knowing full well that Crossfire Hurricane was a fraud and a farce. Uh, the American people have now learned uh, just how far the FBI will go. And I really believe, I really believe this, that the FBI will not come out of this uh, very well at all. Indeed, the Department of Justice and the FBI have revealed themselves uh, once again to be bereft of principle, integrity, or any kind of sense of obligation to law and the Constitution. Violating a former president's rights as they did last night is it's inexcusable. And whatever they quote unquote think they have on him uh, is preposterous. Uh, it is simply another ruse, uh, whether it uh, is the Russia hoax, whether it is uh, the Steele dossier, whether it is a special counsel that was predicated on lies by another uh, director of the FBI. This FBI is continuing in the pattern that it has been setting for at least the past six years. And the American people now have to resolve that at, at the ballot box in, on November 8th, 
they will make certain that there is an accounting. Yeah, so important. Yeah. And you're right. We don't know what the FBI has on him, but I do know one thing. It better be something. And it's not just the three of us saying that. Megan McCain, Andrew Cuomo, it crosses the spectrum when it comes to people who are saying there better be something there. Now, Lou, you are one of the, these folks who have been talking about the deep state for a very long time. Uh, our network sponsored the straw poll at CPAC last week, and 91% of respondents at CPAC said that the deep state was their biggest concern. President Trump obviously talks a lot about the deep state. He talked about it on the campaign trail in 2015 and 2016. Does this prove that the deep state really is as deep and as ugly as it seems to be? Yes. And the sad thing, Amanda, is we don't need any more proof. I mean, we have seen them lie. They have been corrupted uh, throughout at least the past six years, and I think much before that. Uh, this is a, an FBI that has demonstrated uh, a lack of integrity, outright corruption over the course of the past six years. Uh, whether it, it, It's amazing to me to think what we have put up with from this FBI and this Department of Justice, what the Republican Party, frankly, the Republican leaders on Capitol Hill have an immense responsibility here. This is not another day uh, at, the, uh, at the office on Capitol Hill for Republicans. They cannot simply meet this this outrage with more just passivity uh, that has become their trademark, uh, whether it is Mitch McConnell, as you pointed out, uh, whether it is Kevin McCarthy, who at least addressed uh, the attorney general saying that uh, uh, very clearly keep uh, keep your documents and make certain that uh, you've cleared your calendar for the beginning of January. I hope he's not being overly optimistic, and I hope the American people will make certain uh, that we have that opportunity come January to right all of the wrongs of this administration uh, and this Department of Justice and FBI, and indeed the intelligence agencies as well, who have been part of this uh, deep state uh, orchestration and attempted overthrow of a president uh, for the for the past six years. Yeah, it's really remarkable. And today, uh, Lou, I, often in the times past, the Democrats have been a little subtle. They may play a little possum on a moment like today. Today, they were just out in droves acknowledging what they hoped this moment was, a nullification opportunity to disqualify Donald Trump from the president. By the way, I don't think there's any legal basis for it. We're going to ask Alan Dershowitz later. But the idea that they're so overtly saying, put the guy in prison, just let's keep him from running from president. We now know what the Democratic Party's been up to ever since the day they slipped the Steele dossier to the FBI. Your thoughts on the reactions of Democrats today? Well, the Democrats are crowing by any definition, uh, not even subtly, uh, at this, at the prospect that there is something that will suddenly provide their, them an ability to stop Donald Trump, to end the dreams of MAGA uh, and uh, most Americans for, the, for the, the November of 2024. Uh, I truly believe if the president were, were not uh, decided on running, uh, this event has certainly persuaded him that it is time to uh, to get back in the saddle and, and to lead the charge against the iniquity uh, that Washington uh, is clearly, has clearly become. Uh, it's, to me, John, it is just uh, unthinkable that we have permitted this dissent on the part of uh, our government 
to these low levels. We are no longer watching swamp creatures. We're watching the lowest life forms of swamp creatures in Washington, D.C. The American people must put up, put an end to this, and I mean soon. Yeah. Lou, Hillary Clinton has tweeted some strange things in the past, uh, and today she was out uh, hawking her own merchandise, hats that say, but her emails. I don't think that it's the own that she thinks it is. How about you? The, the reality for, for me is we know what these people are. We have known now for six years. The American people who don't understand what is they're witnessing today uh, have missed, uh, missed an opportunity uh, to witness uh, this, this level of corruption and toxicity in our government for six years. This is no longer a Democratic Party. This is the Marxist Democrat Party. Uh, they are absolutely aligned around the destruction of the United States, America's institutions. They have corrupted. Uh, look at what they've done on the southern border. Look what they have done not only to President Trump, but to to law and order in this country, whether it is the uh, the fires and violence of the summer of 2020, whether it is their refusal to uh, to prosecute violent felons uh, across this country. And we have continued to behave uh, as if they were just simply the, the opposition party. They are not. They are a force of evil, and they are a, a, a fifth column now. They have created themselves as such against everything this country stands for, uh, our, our tenets of the of the American way of life, uh, and indeed the cons the Constitution itself. It is it is absolutely abhorrent what the the Marxist Dems uh, have become, uh, and we have we have to take action. As I said, uh, the polls can't get here soon enough. The election can't get here soon enough, and I hope that Republicans will certainly. Uh, obligate themselves to participate fully in this election yeah, and so to be certain every polling station in the country. August 8th, a day of infamy. November 8th, maybe a day of uh, uh, rec or correction. Uh, Lou, many thanks for your time today. It's always great to get your insights. Wow, big thanks to Lou. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Carrie Lake from Arizona joining up next. She's the nominee for governor and one of the true experts on the border and election integrity coming up after this. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS 
They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of Triple Lock Home Title Protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back, everybody. Joining us now is the Republican nominee for Arizona Governor, Carrie Lake. Carrie, it is a pleasure to see you once again. Thank you for being with us. It's so good to be back on your show. And I will say victory is sweet and we're ready to move on to the general election and um, defeat Katie Hobbs. Amen. Amen. So, you know, you've got Blake Masters for Senate, Mark Fincham for Secretary of State, Abe Hamada for uh, Attorney General, and then the coup de grace, you for Governor. President Trump truthed out that he ran the board. It certainly seems like he did. How loud of a message does that send to establishment Republicans? I hope the message is very clear that the Republican Party is the party of we the people and and we the people demand common sense policies that will help us, not hurt us. We saw a lot of uh, powerful people over the last three years impact our lives in a negative way, shut our businesses down, mask our children, uh, pull a border policy that was working brilliantly away from us and leave us exposed to cartels and drugs and crime. And we've had it and we're stepping forward, running for office office and winning. So uh, I think it's a great message for Democrats and independents as well, who are also scratching their head at some of the policies Joe Biden's pushing and are ready to walk away from the Democrat Party. I welcome them into our party because we have policies that will help their lives as well. Yeah, there's no doubt that there is a flood of change occurring in the, in the, the political makeup of, of the people voting. It, it's You're seeing it in a lot of the polls. Carrie, I want to ask you about the news media because you come from it. You are an accomplished, excellent journalist. You've watched now the media cover you and you've watched what I'm watching this year more than any time in my career. The media shamelessly adopting the terminology of the left and claiming it's a neutral language. They call people that challenge election problems election deniers. You're among the people they call that. They say this bill is an Inflation Reduction Act when, in fact, it doesn't reduce inflation at all, according to the CBO. How frustrating is it to see professional news media abandon all semblance of neutrality? It's just um, it's disgusting. It's maddening. And and. As an American, I'm sad about it. It's like, where can we go for honest news? Well, we know we have you guys, but where can we go for honest news? And that's why people are turning them off at record levels. They're losing their viewership. And that's why, John, I won this without the corporate media. They didn't cover me unless it was a hit piece. They didn't cover me. Fox had me on once in prime time in the last year and a half. And I've been the number one candidate from the beginning. And the only time they had me on was to do a hit piece. And the beauty of it is we won. We won in a decisive victory without them. And it shows how 
ineffective and irrelevant they are now. They can keep spreading lies, but no one's listening to them. And then the way they cover my opponent is really disgusting. You know, they'll they'll uh, ask her about abortion and ask me about abortion and where my stand is, which is I want to save every unborn life I can possibly save. And they don't talk to her about her stance, which is she's for abortion up to three days after birth. They never make her clarify that when that is the fact when it comes to my opponent. So they are so in in bed with the left that they can't even get it. You know, they can't even sound like they know what they're talking about right now. And the public is on to it. Hmm. Yeah. And that's a big problem. Also a big problem that your opponent, Katie Hobbs, is the person who is supposed to make sure that elections are run flawlessly. That doesn't appear to be the case in 2020. And it wasn't even the case with with this election just last week. Not even enough ballots. This has got to be something that is going to hinder her candidacy going into November. Incompetence, complete incompetence, and she wants to be promoted to governor? I don't think so. You know, they a lot of people told me, stop talking about 2020 and the stolen election, and I didn't listen to them because everybody cares about that stolen election. But now I can talk about the 2022 primary election, which had a ton of problems, including the fact that it was the Secretary of State's office that reached out to Pinal County and told them how many ballots they would need. And isn't it funny that one hour into voting on election day, they ran out of Republican ballots, only Republican ballots. So this is outrageous. The people of Arizona want honest elections and we're going to deliver them reform that brings back honest elections so that on election eve, Every night uh, after election, we can all go to bed, whether we're Democrat, independent or Republican. And we know that the election was fair. And we also know who won. We're not waiting 10 days for them to count ballots. Yeah. People can't believe that we're in America and we're counting. Washington state still hasn't resolved its congressional races. It's unbelievable. It's um, horrible. It is. It really is something. I want to turn to something that big news. Governor Ducey has gotten behind you, endorsed you. Governor DeSantis coming out and uh, going to do a rally for you. The party's coming together even after a robust primary. How important is it for Republicans to speak with one voice going into November? It's so important. We are we really are a united party at the end of the day. I, I like the fact that we duke it out and we decide the winner. We let the people decide the winner. And just like a big family and I'm the youngest of nine, so I know big families, you may fight and you may have several fights each day and you may be a little dysfunctional. But at the end of the day, you're brothers and sisters and you come together as family. And I know the Republican Party will do that. I know we are united in our mission to make Arizona the greatest state in the union. And we don't want to become California, which is what my Democrat opponent has planned for us. So we will come together and do amazing things. The other thing I should note is because I'm new to politics, I've been covering it, of course, for nearly three decades, but I'm new to politics. I don't have 30 years of enemies that I've made. I really don't. And I see myself as uniquely poised to bring this party together and make it the strongest party, the strongest Republican party we've ever seen. Carrie, uh, after the 2020 election, it came to light uh, some issues that take place in states like Arizona, but New Mexico and Texas as well, where you have Hispanic populations and you have these effectively election cartels who go into these communities and, and influence the way that they vote and urge them to vote Democrat. But we've also seen a major shift in Hispanic communities moving towards the Republican Party. Talk to us about that dynamic and how it's changed going into midterms. 
I'm glad you mentioned that because it's always the Republicans who are accused of trying to disenfranchise voters. And two of the saddest facts that come out of our fraudulent elections have been what happened in San Luis, Arizona, which is 85% Hispanic. And that population, many of them were led to believe that you hand your ballot over to somebody else to vote for you. Talk about disenfranchising. Talk about disenfranchising. And the other sad part that came out was the fact that um, in in Wisconsin, the nursing home patients' votes were being taken from them. And many people who were comatose and haven't been able to vote for years voted, and obviously somebody voted for them. So we're not going to be disenfranchising any voters. All Americans should be able to vote and cast a legal ballot. And I'm seeing huge numbers of Hispanics. We won the Hispanic vote this election. We will continue to do that because I know that this state, just like every other Arizona, Hispanics want safe communities. They want their churches to be open. They want a good work environment. They don't want people coming in, taking their jobs and driving down wages. And they certainly don't want their kids indoctrinated while they're at school. They want their kids educated so they're ready for the real world. Yeah, that's what everyone is striving for. And yet the, there's one party that's been hijacking that debate for quite some time. I want to talk to you about the border. You spoke so eloquently. It was one of the major issues that you came out of the gates with. And I think you really changed the dialogue in Arizona a lot. Uh, some governors, including your own right now, they're busing some of these immigrants north. You're thinking, I mean, obviously it's had an impact on some Democratic mayors up north, but your idea about the long-term idea of trafficking immigrants into the interior of the country. It's a great way to, to word it because the trafficking is what we're trying to fight. We don't want people coming over illegally and we don't want them moving into other cities and other states. We want to stop them before they get to the border, which is what my plan calls for. We will declare immediately an invasion. We will get boots on the ground and stop people from coming over. I'm not a fan of busing illegal immigrants to cities around this country. It makes for a great photo op. And sure, it opens up a few eyeballs to our problems. But in, in the end, you're just trafficking illegals and you're moving them further into the country, making it harder to uh, get them out. And that's not what we're going to do here in Arizona. We're actually going to stop them from coming across the border. When we catch them, we're sending them back. I'm okay with loading up buses and sending them back to the border, but we will not allow people who come across this border illegally to remain. Yeah, isn't that incredible? Yeah, send them back to the border. Let them be processed the legal way, the way that it should have always been done. Carrie, we appreciate you joining us. Congratulations again, and thank you for being here. We will have you back on very soon. Thanks, guys. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney from the great state of New York, one of the most cogent voices on accountability and common sense in Congress. I love having her on. Amanda and I always get big news when she comes on. We'll have her up next after this commercial break. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping 
dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. She represents the great state of New York. It's 22nd District. She is Congresswoman Claudia Tenney. Congresswoman, great to have you back on the show. Great to be on. Great to see you both. So I want to ask you, you had a little bit of time with the president last night. Did he mention anything about giving the FBI voluntary access and how surprised he would be to be raided after that? I think he mentioned uh, just in passing that uh, that there was not an issue, that they had worked this out uh, with the FBI and they were a little surprised. Of course, he was not the least bit uh, believing of the Biden administration that he claims he didn't know anything about it. Obviously, the (laughs) the president kind of scoffed at that. Uh, But look, this is uh, exactly what uh, people, the public is seeing a two-tier justice system. This is impeachment for what else can they do? He's not in office, so they can't impeach him. The J6 committee is a post-indictment show trial. Uh, so they're going to try to indict him, you know, through, uh, you know, violating everything that we know that is there to protect citizens. They're doing, you know, the show trial is, is trying him in the court of public opinion with, you know, predetermined outcomes, hand-selected, cherry-picked information, all targeted at making the public think that uh, there's something nefarious and that Trump is guilty and then they can bring some type of indictment, ultimate prosecution and prevent him from even running for office. We know that's what they're doing. Liz Cheney is spending a fortune running a losing campaign all against Trump. She even propped up her aging father who got in a commercial and said, this Donald Trump is the biggest threat that this, you know, this country has ever faced. And yet, you know, it was all about making sure Donald Trump can't run, not about making sure Liz Cheney wins next year, next week. And we all know at this point, it's it's likely that she's going to lose uh, gloriously to Harriet Hageman. <laughs> yeah, that might end up being also. a very <laughs> handily. Absolutely. Um, Congresswoman, I Let's wanted hope. to ask you, you know, yeah, there, there have been some interesting things that have come out about this magistrate, uh, Bruce Reinert. And, and all of that aside, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. If he wasn't given this information by the folks who were requesting uh, access, they, um, you know, if, if he wasn't told that they had already been given voluntary access, what type of blowback would those people receive? Well, obviously nothing under the Biden administration because we spent four years at the Russia collusion hoax, Russia collusion hoax, where we had the FBI, these same people. Uh, under the demo Obama and then ultimately uh, the same kind of entrenched bureaucrats who we can't get rid of because we can't fire them because they're civil service. These same people who created a false narrative so that they could go before a FISA court and lie to a FISA court in order to get an indictment and this false claim against Trump. This is the same thing we're looking at. And what I saw on the Internet today, uh, which is unconfirmed, but it appears that this judge, who is actually a magistrate, not uh, he's appointed by within the court system, not uh, a court, no, a presidential appointment that goes through the Senate. So uh, this guy looks like he recused himself in June from hearing a case involving Trump and Hillary Clinton. Why all of a sudden, a few months later, is he is he not recusing himself? And he is issuing a really unprecedented warrant against President Trump. And I, I really would love to see this warrant and what the probable cause is for going in, especially in light of the breaking news that you brought out today, John and Amanda, which says that President Trump said, come on in. Uh, and, you know, it was very it's very offensive to a lot of people who understand that this could if this can happen to the former president of the United States over uh, an alleged claim of documents, 
it could happen to every one of us. And we have a weaponized justice system and everyone should be concerned, especially since they just hired 87,000 new IRS agents and they're going to be intimidating people who can't afford lawyers who are going to just pay to make them go away. Uh, and it's going to make our situation even worse. Just think about it. By adding these new IRS agents, this IRS will be about the size of the United States Marine Corps. Amazing. That's an amazing fact. Actually, a, a scary image, too, to think we have that many armed IRS agents. Um, I've always been asked this question by people on the street, and no one can ever answer to me, and I haven't been able to answer it, but why does the IRS buy ammunition? We see these reports that shows up in their budget. Has Congress ever been given an answer why the IRS needs ammunition? You know, I guess it's to go in and do raids uh, on top of FBI claims and go after people who they claim are dangerous and have to pay their taxes. Let me tell you something. They're not going after the billionaires, of which there's about a thousand of them in the United States. They're not going after the wealthy business owners and the people they claim. You know, the, the White House press secretary made a mistake today. She kind of slipped up and said, we're going after the Republicans. Sounds like Lois Lerner all, all over again, selective prosecution out of the uh, out of the IRS. But like we should all be concerned that our IRS is armed because I look at them as uh, a modern day militia now because they are partisan. They are selectively enforcing against typically partisan targets, uh, people they're running against. I can't imagine. Look what they've been doing to President Trump. Look what Letitia James, the attorney general, her entire uh, time in office is about getting Trump. Anything she can, even the civil matter. She's turning into a criminal matter, trying to. She's lost at every turn. She put President Trump through uh, some kind of, uh, you know, interrogation today. And they're all astounded that he would plead the Fifth Amendment. Well, who wouldn't when their whole mission is to find guilt, not to determine if there's guilt or innocence, which is the you know foundation of our system. Yeah, no doubt. Congresswoman. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because President Trump, a, a lot of leftist media is throwing it in President Trump's face that at one time he said, if you plead the fifth, it makes you look guilty. But you really can't blame him considering what John broke tonight, considering the the the, you know, punitive action that the Department of Justice, Maine Justice has taken against this president. Um, can you really blame him for taking the fifth? Absolutely not. We have a, we have not only do we have a weaponized justice system between DOJ, Department of Justice, FBI, uh, the U.S. attorney uh, is office. These people have gone after Trump. As I had, I called this impeachment four, five, six. I don't know where we are at this point. They're doing everything they can to get to him. But if I were President Trump and I were his attorney, I would tell him to plead the fifth, because not only that, this is all again a show trial. They're going oh, he pled, you know, the Fifth Amendment. Well, like, look, at that's what you should do when you're being targeted, not when you've actually committed a crime. This is all a fishing expedition to try to find something, anything that they can hang their hat on to say, see, we got him. Now he's committed a crime that, you know, made up crime in most cases, in every case with Trump potentially. And then they're going to say, oh, now we can't run for president. That's what this is all about. Let's just break it down into the simplest terms. Anything and everything they can throw at him, they're going to try to attempt to stop him from running for president. And that's really what it's about, because they're afraid he will get out there and he will run and he will win. And the American people see him as the bold person uh, that is authentic, uh, a little rougher on the edges, as we all know. But the one person who will stand up to them in the breach and face them and be tough. And that's what people are looking at. And that's what they're most afraid of, is he actually will embolden Republicans. If we take back the majorities in the House and Senate, uh, we must and we have to go in full beast mode 
And I think I'm seeing Kevin McCarthy really getting inspired with some of the messaging I've seen. <laughs> so we've got to do it. We have to do that. We have to stand up. The people are depending on it. Our republic's depending on it and freedom is depending on it. Yeah, how about that? A laid back Californian getting fired up now. Now you know there's trouble in the world. Real quickly, 20 seconds. The FBI is the same FBI that has not complied with the president's order and released the Russia collusion documents. The irony that they're doing a raid on the president for documents when they themselves never released the documents the president ordered released. You know, it's interesting, John. I think you touched on what the really the core of this could very well be. The president wants the American public to see this Russia collusion hoax and how they use this yep. uh, to weaponize against an innocent guy. And now, you know, they don't want to release it. So now they're creating a raid, maybe to distract people from the Build Back Broke agenda as well. That's another possibility. <laughs> yeah, you so, may be right there, Congresswoman. That's something we're all going to be watching. Honored to have you on tonight. Thanks so much for your time. Great. Thanks so much. Great to be on. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, a little Texas two-step with one of my great friends, Congressman Brian Babin, someone who knows what's going on the border because he actually goes down there and finds out. He has a lot to say about the border, about the budget, about the IRS, about the FBI in Mar-a-Lago. We had a great conversation, Amanda and I did. We're going to spend some time with Brian Babin, Texas Congressman, right after this. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He's pretty good about getting facts. He's pretty good about understanding what really goes on in Washington. He is the great congressman for the state of Texas, Brian Babin. Congressman, great to have you back on the show. Great to be with you, John and Amanda. I, uh, it's always great to be on your show. Uh, it's an honor to have you on, sir. And you had something special right after the raid, a, a day or so after the raid. You got to spend some time with President Trump. Um, I'd love you to give us some insights about what he feels about what he was saying about the invasive raid on his compound. Well, I can tell you, it was a great honor to be up there with uh, about oh, 12 of us in the uh, Republican Study Committee. Uh, we were uh, we had had a good meeting with him. We ate dinner with him. Uh, he was very gracious. He was energized. He was fired up. Uh, and I think he's ready to try to jump in and lead this country out of Biden's self-inflicted disasters and out of this wilderness that we find ourselves in today. I'm not here to make an announcement, but I, I'll tell you, uh, he certainly looked and acted like he was uh, an energetic uh, possible candidate for presidency. And, uh, you know, what you what, what I think Amanda, uh, Amanda mentioned something about the Soviet Union and then uh, Mary Garland trying to hide and finally coming out with, a, with today saying he personally uh, signed off on this warrant, this search warrant. 
Uh, and it, 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 they are so scared. They're so fearful of, of Donald J. Trump uh, and, and what he means to, as, as, a, as a blockade to everything that this woke Democrat Party wants to do. They're willing to do anything to go to any lengths, even to uh, going into a former president's uh, you know, a personal home, go through his wife's uh, wardrobe and cart off boxes of stuff that presidents have been taking home, you know, f- term after term after term. It, 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 this is totally unprecedented. And then to it, this, it reminds me that what you mentioned about about the Soviet Union. Uh, I was reading about Joseph Stalin's chief of uh, of his secret police uh, in the Soviet Union, Beria. Uh, and Beria said, uh, you know, show me the man and I'll sh- I'll find you the crime. They are out to get this president. And let me also say this. It's not exactly about Donald Trump. It's about all of us, all of us unworthies and unwashed and deplorables uh, that uh, are not in the in the elite uh, of this Democrat Party and all of their 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 henchmen. Uh, this could happen and will happen to any of us. Uh, my, one of my fellow congressmen, uh, Scott Perry from Pennsylvania, he just had his phone uh, taken away, seized yeah. by the FBI. Uh, where does this kind of stuff stop? We see Republicans dragged off in chains, arrested at airports, uh, you know, frisked uh, uh, during the middle of the night, uh, whisked out of their bed in their pajamas, et cetera. And, and then you hear Garland tell us that in this ridiculous statement that he wants to see the law applied evenly and all Americans are entitled to even handed application, due process, presumption of innocence. Where, where were they when Hillary has 30,000 emails. And James Comey said that there was a uh, there was a, a classified information there. Where were they in Lewis Lerner and TIFO, the, the riots that have gone on for two years, struck uh, Eric Holder? It, it is a joke what, what they're saying. And they're, they're saying that this is being applied evenly. Nothing can be further from the truth. And the American people are wise to this. And I think it's going to energize people to come out and vote for uh, the Republicans in the midterms and whoever we see uh, uh, when we get that information out pretty quick, uh, whether it's John, Donald J. Trump in 24. Yeah. Yes, sir. And I, I swear you and I must be on the same mind track today, because when <laughs> I wrote that into the intro about the Soviet Union, that is exactly the line I was thinking about. Show me the man and I will show you the crime. Um, I wanted to ask you, though, you know, throughout this administration, it seems like from week to week, there's a new debacle. There's a new crisis. There's a new scandal. And every week, Republicans say, OK, this is going to be the first priority in January. No, this is going to be the first priority in January. And I'm not saying that it's because you guys are waffling. It's because every week, there seems to be something new that moves to the front of of the line as first priority. But with respect to the FBI and what seems to be some shenanigans happening uh, and and weaponization and targeting, is this going to become one of those top priorities for Congress in January? There is no question about that. The Oversight Committee is going to have their hands full. And you're right, Amanda, it is one crisis. it's, It's just never ending. Uh, more and more of a compromising of our of our uh, guaranteed rights, our constitutional rights, uh, over and over and over again, uh, being violated by this uh, this regime, this this Soviet style regime under Biden. And uh, we're going to get some answers. We're going to see uh, get some people under oath made to testify. 
The sad part about it is we don't control the DOJ. It is so obvious that the FBI and the DOJ have been compromised, corrupted, and weaponized to, to go after the enemies of this woke Democrat Party, uh, as we just spoke about, the double standards. But we want answers, and we will turn that, that, that information over uh, to, the, uh, uh, to the DOJ, and we'll see what happens. We've got to have a new president. And, you know, uh, Donald J. Trump, I guarantee you, he's already talking. He even talked about it the other night. Cleaning house of this fourth branch of government that seems to be out of control uh, and, and wanting to, to put us under their heel. And I think you're going to see that. Again, there's so many issues that we have to check in and, and, and get answers to uh, to find out just exactly what was going on up there. Uh, but I can tell you uh, that is going to be a priority. Yeah, absolutely. So we got about 90 seconds left. I want to ask you about all of the funding going to the IRS. We already know from statistics that they're auditing the poor more than they order mil uh, millionaires, like 60 percent or people 25,000 less. Now we want to put 87,000 more agents out there, $80 billion more money. Do you feel good about where the IRS is headed? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> you know, they're going to hire 87,000 more IRS agents to snoop and spy on the American people. And we've got 56,000 Border Patrol agents not allowed to do their job down on the southern border where millions are coming across. Instead of hiring 87,000 more IRS agents, let's hire 87,000 more Border Patrol agents and unshackle them and allow them to do what they're trained to do and secure this border and protect us from the drugs, the crime and the possible uh, potential terrorism that is coming across that border. I am a proud no on this on this uh, bill. Uh, and it's it, the name of it itself is absolutely ridiculous. It's going to create more inflation. Yeah, that it is. And it's going to take a bite out of our wallet. I, I got this amazing figure tape. It costs five thousand dollars on average whenever a person gets an audit notice from the IRS. You got to take time off from work, got to hire your lawyer, maybe get an account and pull your records together. It's a five thousand dollar tax, even if you didn't do anything wrong and you end up not owing the IRS anything. So. I'm glad that some people are on the front lines fighting this, yourself included. Thanks for joining us today. So true, John. Thank you so very much. Always great to be with you and Amanda. All right, folks, don't go away yet. We got one more special guest right after the commercial break. Heather Nauert, former chief spokesman, former chief advisor to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo at the State Department. She is going to be up here, going to have a provocative conversation about America standing on the world stage, the Brittany Griner situation in Russia and so much more. Great way to wrap up a Sunday show right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Our next guest worked right inside the State Department under President Trump. She is an expert, a policy advisor. She knows the way diplomacy is supposed to be done. She's Heather Nauert. Heather, great to have you on the show. Oh, John, Amanda, great to be with you. Thanks so much. I want to ask you about the revelation, uh, the assassination attempt that was thwarted against John uh, Bolton, the I, uh, the Republican Guard person directly involved. Looks like they're trying to get people in the country. They had a similar thing with George W. Bush recently. And yet, despite these attempts to attack people, Americans on our soil, Joe Biden keeps negotiating with that regime. Your thought on that approach? Yeah, well, and I should just mention the FBI put out a notice not too long ago uh, cautioning Americans against Iranian threats on U.S. soil. Yet we're still continuing to try to negotiate for this uh, terrible Iran nuclear deal. Um, sadly, it does not surprise me what the Iranian regime was trying to do to John Bolton in some reports under my former boss, uh, Secretary Pompeo. Uh, the Trump administration was extremely tough on Iran. You know, we pulled out of that JCPOA. A, a nuclear deal in 2018. That really rankled Iran. That also meant that they weren't able to get the money that they wanted to get their hands on. Uh, by the way, I should mention when Iran gets money, what do they do with it? They don't use it for peaceful purposes. They use it to build nuclear weapons uh, and ballistic missiles. So these are these are simply bad guys. Sadly, it does not surprise me uh, that they attempted to uh, at least solicit someone to take uh, to take out John Bolton, and uh, we should not be negotiating with them. Heather, during your time with the State Department, you offered so much clarity uh, about the Trump administration's foreign policy. And, you know, we see a mixed messaging, I guess you could say, from the Biden administration. It seems very frenetic. Compare your time at the State Department under President Trump to what we are seeing now, because I think with these mixed messages, it just, in my opinion, it makes us look weak. Yeah. Well, under the Trump administration, I worked for both Secretary Pompeo and also Rex Tillerson. So I was there for two and a half years as a State Department spokesperson. We were always very clear on what our policy was with President Trump. Now, some in the journalistic world may not have liked it. Um, some who uh, have resided in Washington for decades and de decades may not have liked it either. But we always knew exactly what the president wanted to do. He was very clear. And then it was up to us to figure out how to implement uh, his vision on foreign policy. When, so when we look around the world and we see what's happening right now, we see that we're not holding China to account. We see that we're negotiating with Iran via Russia, which is absolutely nuts. Russia does not have our best interests in heart. But the fact that we're begging Iran uh, for this horrible nuclear deal that would only endanger American and other people's lives more is, is just insane. So I look at the foreign policy and having worked at the State Department, and I loved my time there and loved serving our government and this great country. It just breaks my heart to see the road that we're going down right now. Yeah, and I think a lot of Americans' hearts as well. Um, we, The Secretary of State is probably the most visible cabinet member and one of the most prestigious. I was with a world leader the other night, and I said, you know, what do you think of Secretary Blinken? He said, who? And I said, Secretary Blinken. He said, who? And then I got the message, okay. It doesn't seem like they find him very compelling. When you look at the global stage, America standing with Tony Blinken as Secretary of State, President Biden as the, the, the chief executive, how are our allies looking at American leadership right now? You know, I think they look at Secretary Blinken and, and, and I don't know him, but everyone tells me he's a really nice guy. And yeah. that's great. We want to have nice guys in government. 
But if you're asking me the question, who's really running our national security policy, it's being run out of the NSC and it's being run by Jake Sullivan and uh, and President Biden, but but really chiefly Jake Sullivan. I worked a lot on the Afghan, um, trying to get Afghans, vetted Afghans who worked alongside American forces out of Afghanistan last year. I worked closely with a lot of veterans groups on this. We had some success, but you know where the door was repeatedly shut? It was repeatedly shut by President Biden and by Jake Sullivan, not necessarily out of the State Department. The State Department had to go back to the NSC and the White House for answers on everything. And that was extremely wow. telling. Now, when I worked wow. for Secretary Pompeo, it didn't work like that. He had a boss. The boss was President mm -hmm. Trump. But the secretary knew how to make decisions and knew how to get things done and um, was not kowtowing to really anybody. Wow. That's good insight. Heather, yeah. And it's not often that culture coincides with state policy and foreign policy. Uh, but we've got Brittany Griner, the WNBA player who is now in prison in Russia. And, you know, it's official U.S. policy that we don't negotiate with tyrannical regimes or terrorists. And yet the Biden administration was willing to give up, as he's called, the merchant of death. What do you expect to see from this, what I think is a nine-year prison sentence for Brittany Griner? Is there any leeway? Is there any more flexibility for the Biden administration as far as bringing her home? Sure. And I'm so glad you asked this question because there are thousands of Americans who are detained every year in countries around the world. And one of the things I would repeatedly say at the State Department was our U.S. policy, which doesn't change. Those who've been wrongfully detained we will work to bring home. However, Americans always have to know that we have to adhere to laws in another country. Mm -hmm. We are uh, we have to adhere to those. Otherwise, we could be arrested, detained, and the U.S. government can't do a whole lot about it. We may not like those laws in other countries, but we have to adhere to them. And so Brittany Griner went afoul, fell afoul of those laws in, in, in Russia and has been detained. Now, do we want to bring all Americans home? Certainly. But there's a difference between those who have been wrongfully detained and those who have been detained um, for a reason, because they broke the law. Now, is, is Russia an honest broker? No, Russia is not. Are the prisons terrible in Russia? Yes, they certainly are. I hope that we get our folks home. Uh, all those folks who've been wrongfully detained, whether it's in Russia or somewhere else, we have a fantastic ambassador, John Sullivan, another Sullivan, uh, serving uh, in, in Russia. And I know he's doing all he can to try to bring folks home, in particular, the Marine. And thank goodness for this Brittany case, because if it were not for her case, he would still be sitting there right now. I firmly believe that the Biden administration is fighting hard for her because of who she is, because of the color of her skin, because of her uh, sexual preferences, and they would not be working to fight for this Marine as hard as they are for her, my wow. personal opinion. Yeah, that's, that's a big thought, and I think a lot of people feel that way. Uh, Heather, it's an honor to have you on the show. Some of that clarity we used to get at the podium at the State Department back here tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Great to be with you both. Thanks so much. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. 
but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in on a Sunday, spending some time with me on a busy, sunny, warm summer weekend. I always enjoy that. Thank you for all of our guests, Lou, Carrie, Congresswoman Tenney, Congressman Bobbin, and Heather Nauert. Great guests. I hope you got some news, some food for thought as you head out into your final chores and final fun of the weekend this Sunday. God bless you. God bless this incredible country, the United States, as he always has. You know what you've been doing. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. We'll see you tomorrow. I have a funny feeling we got another week of big news coming out of the battle between Donald Trump and the U.S. Justice Department right after this weekend. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.